Are you totally different when it comes to sex and copulation? Have you judged yourself out of receiving pleasure? Have you judged yourself into receiving pleasure in certain ways and excluded other ways? Would you like to know more about what else is possible with bodies? Would you like to create confidence in the bedroom and beyond? How has your sex life or lack of it affected other areas of your life? Everyone has the potency to be a sexual superhero. Get ready to listen, sense, and play with the sexualness that is you. Now, here is the host of The Pleasure Zone, pleasure diva and body whisperer, Milica Yelenich. Good evening, sweet pleasure seekers. Welcome to The Pleasure Zone. If you're with The Pleasure Zone, you've hit the right spot. Oh, yeah, you have. Oh, yeah. Give me a little more. Oh, yeah, right there. Ah, the pleasure zone. That's how we play here. So for those of you who uh, can can have fun like that, you know, I think you're in the right place. Plus tonight, about becoming a better lover. Faking orgasms is not part of that. But that right there, what I was doing, that's just tapping into love juice. So I was giving you real stuff, just tapping into it. I can do that because I can. Because you can too. So what are we going to talk about tonight? What are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about all kinds of crazy things because there's more than one thing you can add to your on the topic of becoming a better lover. First, first things first, um, one of the things that I really like to chat about is bodies, and that's why I have both. And it's one of the areas of my life that I ignored the most. I probably ignored my body the most. I probably ignored pleasure the most. Um and I probably really defined what pleasure should be or could be. Um, and I didn't really have a sense of possibilities with pleasure that I have now. And of curiosity, I've always had curiosity, but I haven't necessarily stepped into it so much. So this is all about stepping into and becoming a better lover. I think number one, number one would be, and I didn't put this on my list, even though this actually seems to be the most relevant and logical, is know thy body. Just like know thyself. I don't know. I think that's like a saying came from, but know thy body, number one, would be that if you don't know your body, how is anybody else supposed to know your body? Um, In our house this week, we've been watching... Sex and Love Around the World. Um, it's a six-part documentary series on Netflix right now. So it's 18 for anybody listening in the future or in the past. If you've managed to pick it up in the past and you're listening to this show in the future, wait till 2018 and have a listen. But if you're listening in the future, just know that it is on Netflix in 2018. The um, the great thing about that show is traveling around the world. This woman is traveling around the world. She's actually like a world-renowned. Um, she worked for CNN, a reporter, and this time she traveled the world asking the question about sex and love uh, around the world. And in some countries, there is a bit of taboo about knowing your own body. You know, she was in places like, like Afghanistan where women were getting a little bit shy about even talking about their bodies um, discussing with them whether they enjoyed sex with their husbands would make them blush. So them even having a chance to know their body was quite taboo. So that's just a reference. You guys can go check out that series. It's pretty awesome. And one of the things I know is that it's not just in Afghanistan that maybe women are not familiar with their bodies, but this is something that goes on in the world and men as well. There aren't, you know, there are countries in the world where you're not really invited to explore your body, um, even from childhood to teenhood to adulthood. It's quite frowned upon and still, still millennia that we live in, it's still considered really taboo and really, in some places, really wrong. So there are places and people I know personally, there are places in the world that I'm aware of and there are people that I personally know who, um, for example, in my 20s, I had a friend who was in her 40s and she had never mastered. And I know for some of you that might be shocking and like, whoa, no way. 
she had never had an orgasm, she had never masturbated, and she actually didn't really know a lot about her own body parts, which threw me for a loop. I think she was older, she was wiser, she would know. She would know the you know, the the sacredness of pussy, but she didn't. She had no she had no experience in that area. Um so me, the strange little awkward twenty something year old well I've always been strange and awkward um, but the in my 20s, I actually kind of introduced her to the whole concept of maybe go out and get yourself a toy. And B, check out what your own vulva looks like. Get a mirror. Look at it. So I kind of actually had to kind of just like figure out, you know, that she has a clitoris and like kind of find it. It was kind of an interesting conversation unto itself. Um, it did bring up a lot of stuff for her. So stuff that she'd been repressing, she'd actually been repressing a lot of abuse. Sexual from family, she was repressing sexual abuse from uh, mostly family, mostly her father. Um, and and so she really didn't really want to see it or acknowledge it. And then I started to explore her own body. All of these revelations started to come to the forefront. So... Unfortunately, I haven't seen her in about 15 years um, or so. I don't know what happened, but sometimes I scare people out of my life, and there you go. So, But I hope she's happy, and I hope her body is um, having lots of fun. So the thing about never knowing your own body is that how on earth are you expected or expected to think your lover would know your body somehow better than yours? But if you don't know your body... How's your lover going to do their job? <laughs> their job. I hope it's play and I hope it's fun. But it could be a job. It could be too much effort. And if if having, you know, if having sex with your partner is too much effort, then please walk away from that because that just means that, guess what? They're not into it. They're not into you. They might have some stuff going on that they need to deal with. But if it's effort, it's not usually fun. It could be a lot of play. It could be a lot of laughs. It could be a lot of, you know, ease. And if it's not ease and if it's not it's not fun, it's work and effort. And when things are work and effort, I would hope you're getting paid for it because, you know, work and effort is usually things we get paid for. You can get paid for fun too, but most people get paid for effort. So let's get on to some pragmatic notes. I'm also going to talk about some energetic notes on this show as well. That pragmatic note of know your know thy body is pretty important for men and women. Um, but there does seem to be a tendency for more women to not know their own bodies. So what a great time to start to discover them. And for you who really are kind of intrigued by the thoughts of uh, kind of knowing your own body, there's a lot of great books out there that um, that teach. Uh, you had to kind of tap into your sensuality and your sexuality. And maybe one day I'll write one too. You know, with all the content I've had on this show, there's likely a book in here somewhere. <laughs> so let's start off with another pragmatic note as well, which is hygiene. You know, becoming a better lover would be really to have some pretty good hygiene, you know. There is something to say about pheromones. Pheromones definitely give uh, an attraction to your partner, and that's partly are attracted to you is the pheromones you give off. So in our armpits, our clutch, breasts, um, we have these areas of our body that have something called the appen system and that's part of our, that's actually part of like the, where the follicles of hair grow out and sometimes they can give off a lot of odor, right? Sometimes there's actually like inflammation, infection going on in some of our, our sneaky parts, but when you have good hygiene and you're actually cleaning it, talking about making your crotch floral fresh, I'm just asking you to wash it up. Really, women, I'm asking you not to add floral freshness to it because if there is something going on with vulva in general, especially externally, if there's something going on and you're adding floral freshness, you might actually be masking or missing when there's an issue happening. So, your vagina itself, ladies, cleans itself. It's a natural cleaning system. And your penis can generally be clean. When you jump in the shower and wash off, you're pretty good. If you have um, foreskin, you know, retract the foreskin and clean under it so you don't have that smegma buildup. That's just not fun. So you want to definitely clean. That's that's kind of key. And if you do have extra buildup going on of smell or any kind of 
say, um, excretions going on. Sometimes you can have excretions from, from our from our let-off smell, you definitely want to look after those. So becoming a better lover would be to look after those body parts that you're not putting the stink in people's face, but also that you're looking after your body so that your body's healthy, right? So hygiene is part of health. And there's so many levels to that as well. Part of the becoming a better lover would be, you know, to let your to let your body have a natural smell. Maybe, you know, rubbing garlic on yourself wouldn't be number one choice to having your your lover be, like, attracted to you. Um, I say that because my dad, and I know it's weird to bring up a father on the pleasure zone, but my dad has this thing with garlic, and he'll literally, like, 30 cloves a day. And that's just not attractive, you know? So there might be others out there who are doing similar things and, you know eating all the smelly food, and then, you know, it's it's not as sexy as you think it is. So if you can, try and keep your body to a place where it's actually attractive. You know, if you wouldn't want to be seeing that in somebody else's mouth, then maybe clean it out of yours, like my dad and his garlic. If you find your armpits offensive, or if you find people's armpits offensive, then there might be something in that for you. So Always look back and kind of bring it back to yourself. Like, hmm, am I doing that? Do I have that? Is that going on for me? Not to make you paranoid, but to make you more self-aware. It's helpful. So keep keep them, yeah, keep them healthy so that they can actually be inviting your lover in. Because you really don't want your body to be a, like a disturbing distraction where they're like, oh, I can't look at that. That's gross. There's inflammation. There's pus coming out of that. That's gross, you know. You don't want people to be afraid of you, uh, or you don't want you to be afraid of you, you know? If you're looking at your crotch and you're afraid, you probably are going to have your partner be afraid too. And if you just look at your crotch normally and there's no inflammation going on and you're afraid, that's something that you need to work out and deal with before you actually invite somebody else to look at it. So becoming a better lover is to actually enjoy looking at your own body Enjoying the own smell of your body. You know, hygiene is pretty important. So another pretty cool key, which is not necessarily like skill. Like it's not like the go out and learn how to be a soak master skill. But one of the other key components is to actually communicate about your likes, about your dislikes, about fantasies, about uh, your big asks. And we've had a few shows about big asks. And I've had a lot of awesome feedback on the big ask Um the big ask shows where they've literally like changed people's lives. And I just love that. I love when I get the feedback of, I asked for blah, 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 and it changed my life. It's like, sometimes it's that plug in the dam that's been holding so much pressure. When you just open that dam up, you just open that little plug up and bam, your whole universe opens up and the floods can move through and you're not holding back anymore. And it's a pretty awesome thing. So if you don't know if you have a big ask, chances are you probably do. Just play around with it. Like, what's this thing that you really have avoided ever asking for? Because you just thought it was too weird, too naughty, strange, didn't want to say it, didn't want to acknowledge it, didn't want to even try it, just want to fantasize about it, don't even want to fantasize about it, but think about it, and it's kind of there, lingering, like a big fat elephant in the room. So, communicate Communicate about all of that. And you know what? One of the greatest about communication is communicate about more than just your sex life. Communicate about things. Communicate about who you are. Communicate about what you're interested in. Because truly, our mind is an incredible organ of simulation. And it's actually been proven, and there is actually a study done, a woman who uh, proved that orgasms are in our brain, number one. They are, they are the most orgasmic organ in our body. So we actually create them in our brain. And so she was actually teaching classes, hands-off digital classes, and she would get people to go through different breathing techniques and different visualization. They did brain scans on her brain to show her level of excitement uh, rising. They could actually show her having um, orgasmic uh, responses in her brain, in her body. They could see her pot- parts of her body heating up. So I can't remember what her name was. And I watched this, this was like 10 years ago, I watched this uh, 
documentary about her. She's from New York. So I'm sure if you like search her online, you can find her. Um, whether she still teaches classes or not, I don't know. But yes, she was an amazing um, factor in kind of people learning that the orgasm starts in the mind. And so whether it's through discussion or whatever, stimulating that mind is literally stimulating your whole body, which is pretty fun. So I have so many more fun tips and tools for you to becoming a better lover, especially in your own life for yourself, and more than that, of course. Uh, We'll be right back after this commercial break. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation by tuning in to the Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melissa every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melissa Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255. That's T-A-L-K. Or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email at MelissaYelenich.com. Now back to the program. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Pleasure Zone, sweet pleasure seekers. <laughs> so, for those of you who are just joining me, this show is all about becoming a better lover. And, you know, I've got different opinions on this, but I'm just going to give it to you from my point of view. And so one of the other parts of becoming a better lover is, and I've named all, all of these in different ways, and this one I called... Slow down, little cowboy. So, slow down, little cowboy. You can just imagine what that means. Sometimes that cowboy gets on and wants to ride fast and just ride fast and hard and that's it. You just got to yell, slow down, little cowboy, and just get that to just slow right on down. It's an amazing book, actually, by a woman named Nicole Daydon, um, who wrote, um, I think it's called like The Art of Slow Sex or something like that. And... The, there is such a lovely, like this lovely energy that can build an intensity with slooks. So if you're willing to basically have your body be so tantalized by slow sex, you can have some incredible, amazing um, orgasmic buildup of energy and climactic energy as well. So, slowing it down, little doggy. We're just going to slow it down for a minute. So, you know, just imagine, like, you know, as you, having, like, having slowing it down is like the pressure of performance starts to go away. The enjoyment of your body starts to intensify. The space in the room even might seem to get bigger. Time might seem to stand still. And your body might actually feel more relaxed, more at ease. And slowing it down will also have you have more of what would be an excessive orgasm. As you're not 
um, trying super hard to um, contract or push it, like push in the orgasm, force it out, force it out. So slowing down, little doggy, so or little cowboy. Slow down, little doggy, because I like doggy style. Um, down, little cowboy, if you like to ride on top. But you know, whatever works for you. Just say it out loud. So. With this particular thing, I think there's there's so many people whose lives have become so busy, so um, pushed and stressed for time that we forget to actually enjoy each other. We forget to enjoy each other's bodies and slowing it down, just taking a breath, taking it easy, taking a look, playing around, investigating, and really having more of a discovery and time rather than a job, let's get it done. Uh, oh my God, I'm so obligated time. Because that energy is a kill of satisfaction and joy. The got to get it done energy be um, actually one of the biggest turnoffs. It can also become a very push energy, which can also become this energy of... Um, it's definitely not an invitation, right? So the energy of being pushed, if I'm pushed into anything, I walk away. Honestly, I'm, I am so Tai Chi about that. It's like, oh, you're going to push my shoulder. I'm going to turn and you're going to fall into the wall because I really don't have a lot of interest in being pushed. So I will move out of the way for you to push into something else. And that includes with anything that has to do with sex in my life as well. I'm not I'm not fond of being pushed. Um and, you know, I don't think a lot of women are fond of or men even are fond of having that push energy coming at them. Uh or having this ob- obligation sort of thing lingering. So you know, slow it down. Have some fun. Touch slowly, lick slowly, um, you know, copulate slowly. So every nuance like if you are having slow sex, it would be like every so for coming from a guy's perspective, I can imagine I you know, I have an energetic penis, so I can imagine the sensation this would feel like would be like you're entering slowly. You've got this like hard, beautiful piece that's entering this wet, sort of soft, warm vagina and it's just like just the tip enters. And then it just kinda waits. It's like there's torture and loveliness and love and sort of a kindness with the torture at the same time. And then you just go a little further. And then you just wait. And then you go a little further. And the thing about that is that the vagina will also invite a piece in. So we talked about this before on one of the shows about sipping and the allowing for women to allow themselves the time to so you get to be in control it is you just allow yourself the time to let the penis be slipped in and guys have the patience to allow the woman to sip you in because it's going to be an experience of a lifetime now there's not a lot of men who have patience for that there's not a lot of men who have the sustainability for that but if you do you're you are about to end a crazy awesome zone so Slowing it down to the point where you're actually sipping the penis into the vagina can change your life. You can also, from a female, uh, on female perspective, you can do that if you're fingering. You can in- let, um, you can invite the finger in, or if you're using play toys, you can invite the toy in too, so the woman can sip the toy or fingers in. And from a male's perspective, um, there's also as much as um. Men don't have the vagina to sip. They have, guess what they do have? They have an anus. And boys, when it comes to anal sex with other boys, be gentle. Girls having sex with men or men having sex with women, doesn't really matter. We've all got anuses and everybody can have their anus traded. You've got to be willing to take that slow. So if you were to take um, vaginal penetration as slow as you would Penetration, and I'm hoping if you are doing anal penetration, you're taking it slow and you're taking it easy and you're taking the 30-second to two-minute stalls once you've entered the usual no-fly zone. If you've done that and you've taken your your stall 
just waited and you had some patience, then you can actually enter um, deeper and with um, more gusto, you know, more fun with that. But if you don't, it's going to become a shit show. So it's just a choice. So slow down little cowboy on all fronts, you know, slow it down with the oral sex too. How much fun can you have um, just really enjoying it, enjoying, you know, for men and women, whether you're gifting or being received, it's like how much can you enjoy slowness and how much could you enjoy gifting uh, slow, torturous, uh, delicious, orgasmic energy, <laughs> because it can be so intense. So, uh, so awesome. So, thoughts running through my mind. Good time. So, now I have another line. Just like in martial arts, marital arts is similar. Master the basics. So know what moves work for you and your lover best. So just like in martial arts, and I say this because, hey, I trained in martial arts for so about 10 years, and there's always something about coming down to the basics. And my daughter day was going for a blue belt stripe, and every test from, from belt all the way to black belt is in her karate dojo is all the same. Movement after movement after movement, you're perfecting the basics in the art I was in, Nimpo Taijutsu, there was always the basics. And even when you become a black belt, you're still doing basics and adding to them and adding to them. But there are fundamental principles that work. So would you be willing to bring it down to the basics and have a lot of fun becoming a master of the basics? You know, if you can go doggy style in a way that makes your partner just scream with delight you're you're on to something darling but if you've moved on from one thing to another and all of a sudden you've got the gimp suit on and you're trying to do something but you haven't actually mastered the basics you're just going to get confused you get distraught you're going to start judging yourself you're going to start thinking you're terrible i don't know why we think if if you've done it once in one direction then you know you're probably an expert not because have you ever done anything once and been an expert? No. So to be a better lover, you have to be willing to treat it like it's your first time and play and discover and each time play and discover. Always treat it like you are in it for the first time. And if you can, it can leave you with and it can bring you to as well such a sensation of pleasure and joy and also curiosity it'll keep you wanting to go back and back and back. But if you've decided, we've done it all, blah, 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 there's nothing left, where's the curiosity? Where's the question? Where's the joy? Where's the love? Where's the fun? Where's the play? Where's the orgasm? It's gone. It's all gone. Why? Because you decided and concluded you've done it all and you either figured you were really great at it already or it wasn't good. Either way, you weren't really willing to play again become a master of that position or or any, you know, master of clit rubber or master stroker, just weren't willing to do that. So, you know, again, it's just a choice, but are you willing to become a master of the basics when it comes to sex? Are you willing to be a masturbator of yourself? Well, that's a good place to start. So, I just want to remind you guys that you're listening to The Pleasure Zone. I'd like you to forget where you are right now after listening for this amount of time. <laughs> so so I'd love for you guys to join me after uh, the commercial break. So we're going to head off to a commercial break, and we'll talk more about tips and tools to become a better lover right after this commercial. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation by tuning in to the Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself 
yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melissa every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melissa Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255. That's T-A-L-K. Or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email at MelissaYelenich.com. Now back to the program. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Pleasure Zone. You're a sweet pleasure for listening in, so thank you. So, whew, I'm having like a deep breath right now, just like a big, whew, good times. Good times, brothers and sisters. My body is all like, the energy's up and grooving, and I'm like breathing deep, and I feel like I'm panting a bit. It's like, I kind of got into some of the zone of that slow down little cowboy. I feel like I kind of, uh, you know, was having some mental masturbation there for a bit, and now my body's all like, raw, energy build up, build up in the heart, just release. So, you know, if I start moaning and groaning on this show, it's all for the sake of ease my body and the pleasure of yours. How's it get any better than that? So, this one, this next one, I like to call No More Pressure. So, why? It also made me think of, like, more pressure washer. If somebody was coming up to you with a pressure washer and spraying you super hard pressure of water in your face, uh, you might be, like, really turned on that. And that was kind of the image I got. I was like, huh, it's like having a pressure washer in your face when somebody's, like, you know, spewing ideas all over you, like, no, we got to do this. So, drop the pressure. If you feel like you're going to die tomorrow, um, then that's another story. And in that case, just let your partner know, by the way, I think I'm going to die tomorrow. So this is something I'd really like to do before I die is have sex with you. Fantastic. But if you aren't going to die tomorrow, knock it off. Stop with the pressure. You know, because it's fun. Do you like being pressured? You know, probably not. Probably not. And if you do like being pressured, I'd really wonder some ask some questions about that, like, what do you love of being pressured? I don't find it attractive. I think I've mentioned it before, and I'll mention it again, and I'll mention it 20 more, but pressure's no fun. Um, I've only ever had one partner in my life who really was very pressure-ish, um, but also demeaning at the same time. So there was nothing that's really attractive for me with that, um, and pressure and being told you're dumb all the time doesn't really work. It's actually abuse. And pressure can become abuse because eventually, just like a pressure washer going to face, and if you did it to somebody for 20 minutes, you're going to start to wear them down. You know, you're going to actually put on their flesh first. You know, if it's a pressure washer that can, like, strip stuff off like a swimming pool, paint off of a car, then, you know, putting that pressure washer on somebody's face for 20 minutes in their face energetically will wear them down. And, you know, if you're really interested in wearing people down, get into the art being a dom, you know, so dominatrix or 
being in the art of the position of, you know, master, slave, you get to be in the position of master if that's what you really want to do, and you like to be aggressive and pushy with people, do it with people who like it. And, you know, those people are usually found in um, more of like the, the BDSM sort of fetish areas um, or in sort of the fetishes with uh, people who have the fetish of having like pearl uh, roles being played. So find your niche if you're into that with pressure. But if if, uh, if you're like most people, you probably don't like the pressure because it's like being worn down and there's nothing like feeling obliged or worn down, exhausted and just saying yes because it's been like ancient Chinese water torture and you just want to give up or you get, you know, dead or insane. So yeah, be a kind and better lover, perhaps don't use the pressure on them. Just saying. It's not fun. You know, and I hear reports from people and friends sometimes that are make me kind of go, wow, that was an un- incredible unkindness that occurred. Are you aware that that person was incredibly unkind to you with the pressure washer in your face? Not always. We don't always see it because we've either been in it so long or we just can't even fathom that we would agree to that so we can't see it. So no more pressure in the face. And on a few episodes, I've talked about scheduled sex as a as a way to actually kind of ensure that you're going to have to your partner, you know, and that's a nice thing is to just say, look, I really want to make time to be with you, you know, and to make time to be with somebody would be that, you know, whether to have sex itself or whether it's to just have a play date with your partner or just go on a regular date, you know, to be like a makeout date. It can just be going out and having fun and enjoying each other's me can be a really fantastic way of becoming a better lover. Because, guys, I know that you might not believe this, but guys out there, women actually really do like to go on dates. For the most part, women with women brains like to go on dates. Men with women brains like to go on dates. Women with man date brains like to have sex, and men with man brains like to have sex. Just know what you're dealing with. Um, I was actually watching some uh, episodes of Embarrassing Bodies this week, and they talked about men and women brains. And I could so identify, really, truly have much of a man brain most of the time in the way that men operate in the world. And so I'd say that I'm almost balanced, but I think I've got more of a man brain happening. And so, yeah, I don't necessarily, I'm not necessarily the woman who does the dating, but I know that um, I tend to pick partners who require that. So I just acknowledge it. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm with the woman brain, and they require their date time, nighttime, cuddle time. Like, they require that stuff. Cool. And I'm a cuddler, but I'm I'm not, like, I don't really have the necessity for dating that some people have. And honor your partner if that's what they need. So making time and scheduling that to make sure that you have time for each other is a way of honoring each other and saying, you're valuable to me. And I want to be valuable to you. So let's make time for each other. You know, when you live together, like I live with my husband, we make other like strange times for each other. It might be a, a few minutes here and there. Um, but we do make some random time for each other. And for him, it's really important that we snuggle on the sofa before bed and we watch a show together. That for him is quality time. And I can give that to him. Quality time would be something else. It would be touch because I do like touch and that would be my quality time. So know what works for your partner so that they feel spending quality time with them, whatever that means to you. So next one is uh, pretty funny because I've got a sense of humor. And I said, so this one is share your toys because that's what nice kids do. And, you know, bring out the toys. Do you have toys in your life? Do you have a closet of toys like I do? <laughs> no. Yes, I have many toys. And if you would like to get toys in a discreet manner, you can always contact me. I do um, consultations for sex toys. I do consultations for also things like lubricant and stuff like that. So if you'd like a consultation, just private message me through my website, com. M-I-L-I-C-A, 
J-E-L-E-N-I. You can do a private consultation or a consultation with your partner if you like, just to kind of get an idea of what maybe you guys could use together or alone to, to play with that. So, oh, good times. So, <laughs> so that's sweet. So I'm getting a shout-out from Adam's lover. Uh, he's in the Bahamas right now, and uh, he's giving me and the Pleasure Zone a shout-out. So I appreciate that. Thank you so much. So, yeah, so have fun with your toys. You've got a toy box at home? You know when you were little and your friend come over to play with you? Or maybe you didn't have that experience, but I did. And I had a lot of Cabbage Patch Kids, and there was nothing, well, a lot more, um, which was a lot for kids in the 80s. And kids had one, maybe none. Uh, and so my friends would come over and share Cabbage Patch Kids with me, and we would have like, Cabbage Patch parties. And it was always fun to share your toys. And I'm thinking, like, as grown-ups, you know, share your toys. If your partner has interesting toys or fun lube or something that brings a little tingly sensation to your nipples or some fun that you can put inside, some nice lubricant that's going to make things uh, slip and slide like awesome, or um, there's some really cool gels out there that that are like tight gels for your vagina, which are pretty fun, and I sell some of those. So, you know, there's some things you can add to your uh, toy box of love that is actually a toy box. It's not just tools that are uh, things that you would talk about or touch or anything like that, but these are tools and toys in your toy box that you can play with. And, you know, not every adult is into playing with toys or vibrators or anything. So that's where communication really comes in to bring that up. And one partner might be into it and one might not be. And there's no rule or law that says if one of you is into it and one is not, that you have to abandon all toys because your partner's not to it. You know, use them on your own time if you want. Use them in front of your partner. It might surprise the poop out of them and they might really like it. They might be like, whoa, that was crazy. I'm in. There are some amazing and crazy toys out there in the world, guys. There's um, your standard vibrators to, like, urethra uh, expanders. Oh, you name it. Like, I think it will blow your mind. So it'll blow your mind when you get there and you start to find out what's going on, all the way to gimp suits. Because I like to bring up the gimp suit at least every three or four shows. Because I know there's gimp suits going on in the world. I don't own one, but one day I just might. So I have a few more tips and tools uh, to mention. Before I do that, I do want to tell you guys that in coming in the new year, I'm going to be offering some playdates. Playdates for grown-ups, 18 and over. And they're called Sense You All. If you can imagine, it's kind of sensual. So there's going to be different kinds of classes being offered. And they will be, uh, when I have everything queued up with uh, locations and times and prices. I will have all of that on my website, on the MalitzaJelenic.com website. So uh, the target right is to have one play date a month. And yes, I'm also going to be uh, on another radio show on January 7th on the Inspired Choices Network. I'm going to be on BU Parenting, talking about uh, talking to your kids about uh, sex and their bodies and things like puberty and all of that. So pretty stoked about that. So um, I love being guests on shows and I love having guests on my show as well. So just a little something to think about. So we're going to head off to our last commercial break for the evening. And I just remind you, you're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and I'll see you on the other side of this commercial. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation by tuning in to the Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melissa every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. 
What if you really do change molecules by your interaction with them? What if the change you've been looking for is right before your eyes? What if the uncomfortableness that comes with difference could be fun? What if the closed-minded people of the world no longer determined our world? What if gratitude trumps judgment every time? What if your kindness healed the world? What if the earth is asking for your help? And what if you had the resources to give it? This is your invitation to step into something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Picasso, Da Vinci, Shakespeare, Aristotle all knew to be true. Hi, my name is Dane here. Thirteen years ago I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. What if there are no dumb questions, or any question too large? What if you being you are the gift and the change this world requires? Is now the time? For more questions to create a change in your world, sign up for a free video series at beingyouclass.com. My gift to you, beingyouclass.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melissa Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255. That's T-A-L-K. Or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email at MelitzaYelenich.com. Now back to the program. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Pleasure Zone, sweet pleasure seekers. We're just wrapping this show up. I got a few more uh, tips for you guys. Uh, just like I talked about earlier, the tip going in slowly. It's the best. Anyway, so as I dive and as I fantasize and as my mind gets turned on and stimulated, it's wonderful. So here's another tip for you. Notice the small things, not like in a nitpicky way, but like this, the things. Notice things because everybody likes to be seen and acknowledged. So if you notice things, like if you notice, wow, you look really great today. Like, wow, is that your pants? Like, wow, your eyes are so sparkly. Like, wow, you look so happy today. All of those things are acknowledging your partner and it just helps them to feel more loved and more seen. And they want to be included. So guess what? Include them is a pretty simple one. Compliments, compliments, compliments. And some people can't receive compliments. So keep it in them until they can actually start to receive. And a great way to see if somebody can be a great lover is to actually say they can receive compliments from you. Because if they can't even receive that, how are they going to receive the awesomeness that is you as a lover? Yeah, so try some compliments. See if the people can bring their barriers down and expand out and see if your world opens up and their world opens up and then you're like, oh, and the love vibe starts. If you get that when somebody gives you a compliment, you're on a cool track. And if you shut up, guess what? Sex is going to be crap-ass-tastic. That's what's going to happen. I had to throw something in there as a little swear. Just a little bit swearing. So here's my other, my other idea. Is like, guess what? I was born with a body. And get my body's like a giant erogenous zone. Who knew? I know. What a surprise. It's not just my breasts that are erogenous. It's not just my clitoris that's erogenous. It's not just mine that's erogenous. No, 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 my friends. It's not. My whole body, and guess what? your whole body, when you let it be turned on, when you let your whole body be turned on, it is a turn-on machine. So somebody could, like, you know, blow warm air on you from across the room and you'll be like, whoa, I'm alive and my body's turned. You could walk by some other body that is turned on and your body will be turned on as well. So you just start to feel like super alive, awake and turned on when you get that you have a body and your whole body is a walking, you know, walking, moving, erogenous zone. And those erogenous zones are everywhere, from above your head to the tips of your toes and in between your legs and up your nose. There are so, I think this is a new kind of Dr. Seuss book that's a little bit naughty and strange. Maybe I'll write my own Dr. Seuss book for you one day that's just totally naughty. Uh, but next week, actually next week, we're going to have super sexy Christmas stories, which are going to be outrageous. For those of you who have listened to this show and the pastor have been with me listening since... Uh, day one, you're awesome, and thank you, and thank being new listeners for if you're a new listener, because um, last year for my my Christmas 
day show. I did a show about, um, it was a Chris Carroll with a sexy twist. It was pretty naughty, pretty weird. Um, Could have offended people. This year I got a bunch of other Christmas stories that we're going to look at. Like The Night Before Christmas. Well, that's more like a poem. And It's a Wonderful Life. And um, Miracle on 34th Street. A lot of these Christmas classics are going naughty with me on Christmas Eve. So you know that's going to be fun listening in for the whole family. Mm, Could get your family kind of wondering about you. But could get your family kind of intrigued by you too. So whatever works for you. And I think it's just going to be a new way for people to celebrate Christmas is to sit around listening to my crazy stories on the radio before Santa's showing up. So I think I think you guys are going to enjoy this, for real. I think I'm going to enjoy it, and that's what I'm happy about. So I have one more tool for you guys, one more tip, one more tip, one more tip. So, yep, you are a walking, talking erogenous zone. Woohoo! And here is my last tool tip for you. Of this evening, but not for life. Be the gift. Keep giving until they explode, with no expectations of anything in return. Yeah, good times. You can change people's worlds by just giving, giving and walking away. Just giving, 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 and walking away, and just see what happens. How much shock they're in when they're like, "Oh my God, that was uh, that was fantastic orgasm." Don't I owe you? No, you don't owe. Me. What's going on? I don't understand. Life is so weird. So, yeah, be that explosive gift that shocks the crap out of them. I'd be like, guys, give them some oral until, like, your partner just is, like, ready to just die and cry and scream and explode with all over the place. And, uh, girls, same. Have fun with that. Either way, if you've got a girl partner or a boy partner, it doesn't matter. Give that oral until they're ready to practically cry with joy. That's what I'm thinking. And then be like, have a good night. And they'd be like, what the heck was that? That was the craziest thing of my whole life. That energy will just get them into question and get them going, wow, up their whole body in the universe and like existence and consciousness and God and the miracles and all of it, you know, kind of explodes your brain. So I dare you explode brains with orgasmic energy because that's what Christmas is all about, isn't it? That's what Happy New Year is all about. That's really what they're doing when they send off all of those fireworks is they're trying to explode our brains with love and orgasmic energy. Now I'm just going on a tangent because I had way too much hot chocolate. And that's when the crazy kicks in. So you guys have an awesome, awesome week and I hope you join me for next episode with the sexy Christmas stories with a sexy twist. Thank you for choosing to listen to The Pleasure Zone. Milica Yelenich will return next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.